Hey, Ballsy. We're rolling in shenanigans right now. Is it live? Yeah, it's live now. This is just a fuck around time while we all just get everybody settled down before we start. Okay. And then we start. You might want to get that close to you. Okay. We don't have any calls right, call-in abilities right now, but we will, uh, we will as long as people go to Amazon.com and... Uh, or actually, they, as long as people go to livefromthedutchhall.com and then click the Amazon banner and buy something, then we might be able to buy a phone-in ability and people can call in. But right now, we're poor. We've made $2.02 .02 so far. And <laughs> we've been doing it for almost six months. <laughs> and his wife hasn't left him yet. Yeah, I know. I somehow arranged to have uh, my wife allow me to just... Uh, drink every Thursday with a bunch of people and record it <laughs> and she's somehow cool with it for their so I don't know I think I'm like the luckiest guy in the world what do you think Jeff ready to start with the theme song sure let's roll it let's roll no V toast for the show Yep. Thanks for coming. Here's Big Finish. David Charters, that was? Yeah, it was Dave Charters, the live of the Dutch Hall theme song. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming to Live from the Dutch Hall. This is the first one on the road. We are at Shenanigans on St. James Street in Waterford, Ontario, Canada. So, <laughs> so we started. Thanks a lot, guys. That's the first real applause I've ever gotten, so I feel really good about it. Fake applause has been great, but this real applause is really something to get used to. I feel really jacked up all of a sudden. <laughs> a little adrenaline rush from that. Yeah, it was fantastic. Well, we're in. Uh, so what Ballsy said when he said for uh, me when he allowed me to come to Shenanigans on St. James in Waterford, he said um, he asked me to do a stand-up set. He said they want. He thought that would be a good idea. He may have been under the influence of. Uh, I thought you've been funny for years, Pete. What? I've always wanted you to do a stand-up act. Well, it's now hard. You have the forum. It's hard to do. It's. He thinks that. He thinks that it's uh, real easy just to come up with 15 minutes. He gave me two days' notice to come up with a 15-minute stand-up bit, right? So. I did what I could. I thought that we'd do this like the uh, like a real talk show, uh, and we'd start out with an opening monologue. So I wrote an opening monologue. They're not. I was given two days to do it, so I'm going to do it if you don't mind. We'll start out. Is this good? That's fantastic. Yeah, All right, I'm, we'll start I'm, it. We'll I'm do it like over Thank again. Thank you for taking the challenge. That's <laughs> well, you said you challenged me. Yeah. So ready? I'll, you be the announcer on this one. Okay. So you introduce introduce me like it's the life from the Dutch Hall, like like Tonight oh, okay. Show. Okay, Say yeah. well, welcome, and then I'll hit the applause, and I'll come out and do the monologue, right. okay? Yep, sure. So, And uh, welcome to Shenanigans. Coming up next, funny man, lives in Pine Grove, Ontario. Peter Van Dyke, everybody. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> We're in Waterford, Ontario. Waterford, Ontario is a town of rich history. As I, uh, we, there's a plaque outside of Waterford that talks about the history of it. And I think it should end at the end. It's, it says a, a lot of really good things. Waterford was one, once considered the capital of Canada. And uh, I already 
fuck that whole thing That's up. That's all right. Just, uh, I already, I'm not even, okay. So, Fold your socks. Let's go. You got it. Welcome to Waterford, a town with rich history and a crappy present. Okay. There we go. Fuck it. Yeah! All right. You nailed it, Pete. <laughs> Waterford is home to Pumpkin Fest. Yes, it is. Woo! Pumpkin Fest is a festival that celebrates a crop that I think one person in town grows. And uh, the crown jewel of Pumpkin Fest is a pumpkin pyramid in the center of town. At the start of the festival, local students carry their pumpkins to... Uh, it the quality of the pumpkins is a state. You got fucking, I'm fucking it all up because I can't get straight. Who, who, who helped those kids decorate those fucking pumpkins at Pumpkin Fest? Michael J. Fox? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> if you stay till Sunday, the local visitors can visit the world's largest fruit fly nest. <laughs> Waterford is the home of the black, uh, the black, or uh, Waterford is the home of the murder of one of the Michael Donnelly, one of the Black Donnellys. You know the Black Donnellys? Yeah. I know the Black Donnellys. Yeah. yeah. The he was the Michael Donnelly was killed at the legendary Syracuse here in the town of Waterford, in a, after a bar fight. He was knifed in a bar fight, right? Now that place is an old folks' home. It's a beautiful old folks' home if you want to bring your, if you want to put your grandma somewhere where they can go for nice walks on the trail. Or be haunted by the ghost of a. Where the black donnelly was killed. Of a. <laughs> <laughs> fucked it up again. It's all right. All right, this one's sucking. You're trying. I'd like to thank Jeff Ball for having me here today. Jeff Ball is so big, bald, and white. And so scary. The last time he was at Marineland, he was attacked by a group of tourists who were trying to pet him beside the beluga whale tank. <laughs> That is pretty funny. I'm not calling Jeff an alcoholic, <gasps> but he shits Guinness and pisses Coors Light. <laughs> and, and don't ask him for a shot of Bailey's. That's oh, boy. It's his jizz. That's my closer. The closer was the jizz. <laughs> that was my first uh, stand-up. It went fucking horribly. You know what? You, you bounced So you back. give me two fucking days. Put me in front of a bunch of strangers and I gotta come up with shit and I screwed every single one of them up. Uh, anyways, we have a wonderful show for you today. That's how the monologue works, right? J I sounded just like Jay Leno, I thought. It was very close. <laughs> it was pretty good, close. Yeah. And now, we, so we're in St. James and Waterford. What I, tr what I try to do with the shop tour and all these uh, live from the Dutch halls is I have a, I'm lucky enough to have a place in my backyard where I don't have to stare at all the tastefully decorated crap that my wife cares about and I get to go into a stinky old place where you can, I like to fill it up with smoke. You like to keep your smoke free, eh? Ah. <laughs> but uh, where you can just hang around with the guys and shoot the shit. Yep. And that's kind of what Life in the Dutch Hall has yeah, always been about. And so I thought, there's a whole bunch of towns. This is all about great years doing the same thing. Yeah, that's right. So I thought, you guys are doing the same thing that I'm doing. So bring the Dutch Hall on the road, and we can all kind of, uh, kind of like, uh, get a group of guys together to do all, that are all like-minded and do the same thing. So I thought that would be great. What's going on there? Crap is just holding it so it doesn't come out. Oh, okay. helping out. Here, here, we got some movement here. Sorry, we got a little bit technical. It's okay. We got a technical issue, but we've resolved it. It's good. So the host that we have today is uh, Jeff Ball. Jeff, um, thank you very much for having me. I really do appreciate it. No, you're welcome, Pete. Thanks for 
Thanks for coming. It's an honor to be the first uh, stop on the tour. Yeah, you know, and the last show you're on was T-shirt club. Yes. T-shirt club was uh, my filthiest show. Yes, it was. Cunt. <laughs> yeah, some referred to it as the cunt show. It was they the cunt do. show, and I said I swore I was never going to say that again, but I did. Just that. You didn't just say that. That wasn't you. That was somebody else that said cunt, wasn't it? I said it again. So, <laughs> so if this starts, it's going to be, it sounds like it might be cunt show too. No, it's not going to be. Barry's not here. That's not fair. <laughs> That's Barry's gig. Hey, you know, uh, Jeff. This has really been exceeding my expectations of what I expected from shenanigans at, on St. James. Like, we've already had a guy thrown out. We've had a guy. We had a guy. Uh, yes, we, the, uh, yeah, he was having fun. He just had a lot of fun pretty yeah. early. Yeah, that went, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it that hardcore. You never know what you're going to find. At shenanigans. Yeah, one-eyed Mike. A little barbecue, damn it. One-eyed Mike. What, oh, yeah, he, he wrecked my barbecue. He had a move. He had a move. He sat on my barbecue like a stool. <laughs> I thought it was a stool. It was, it was, it was, it was barbecue. on, too. It was no, on. No, it wasn't on. <laughs> he did wreck that barbecue. Yeah. you got to be careful with that one, Jeff. Ah, well, that, you never know what you're going to get into. What am I doing? I'm just going to move it a bit closer to you. That's all. Oh. There we go. I just wanted to be able to hear you. I think the pop filter's far away from it, so oh, it moves it in. Need an adjustment? Sorry about that. Hey, that's the first opening note from Live in the Dutch Hall. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what happened in the last week. Like, uh, it, for us, we went, uh, this week I went on a trip to Colorado, and I thought that um, because it's not often that you get to leave a small town, one of the nice things about being from a small town is you get to have a lot of cool stuff happen, but... Every once in a while, if you never leave town, you never get to see how other people do things. And uh, so we went out to uh, Colorado for the weekend, and it ended up being a really wicked trip. And uh, I never would have... It's like those guys out there in Colorado got it figured out. Like, they really... Um, yeah, like pot's legal. Yeah. Nice. That's a lot of... Yeah, they that's got it figured out, man. Yeah. yeah. And so that was a big thing. I went over there because I knew, like, even in Canada now, we're talking about... Um, some of the pot laws, and, like the pot laws are changing and the liberals are talking about coming in and really uh, pushing just legalizing weed rather than just, um, rather than having it for medicinal purposes. And so Colorado's already done that. So I thought, it was, you know, I was really interested when I went there to f find out kind of what, what this was meaning, like what ha was happening with these uh, weed laws. Because you hear the sometimes on the news the people on the other side of the issue will um, say that it's going to be detrimental to society and it's going to really like you know, chaos is going to ensue or whatever. I went there. We went to Boulder, Colorado for two days. And uh, I saw people smoking weed, but they were smoking where you would expect the person to smoke weed, like down by the creek where they were sitting, the si sitting by a rock, like still hiding from everyone. And every once in a while, you'd see some, you know, feral hippies that were just kind of walking through this town, like the center of town smoking weed. Yeah. Yeah, but they're probably the happiest people the most peaceful town you ever been to. They're fine. Oh, yeah, didn't it? Yeah. Like, what I'm saying is the people... they play a mean the game people, of hockey sack. Since they legalized it, the people that were smoking weed are still smoking weed. The people yeah. who weren't smoking weed still aren't smoking weed. They, it, the fact that it's legal didn't change anybody, didn't no. anyone's mind, didn't make anybody do it that didn't want to do it. Maybe for the first day where it was a novelty, but after that, no one gave a shit about it. Like, you, in Denver, too, we went to Denver one day, and no one gave a, gave a rat's ass about... Like, there's... Like I was, uh, you know, you go, you see people in the parking lots, you go hide where, the, it was more where people would smoke cigarettes, you'd smoke weed, and that's all it was. And it was, no one made a big deal about it, and it wasn't a big issue at all. 
And I don't think it looked any different than any, any other city I've been to, you know. I want to talk about your hike. Didn't you go on a hike? Yeah, we climbed two mountains. Yeah, see? Yeah. Tell it us was, about that. Well, Was there any injuries? Well, when we first get to the... I want to tell you about my fucking rental car. Have you seen my rental car? No. The thing was a p pink car. They rented me a pink fucking car, you know? And being a Dutchman, I go into the rental car place, and I want to get an economy car, right? Cheapest car. That's it was why like, they gave you a pink one, right? Yeah, yeah, because they said, hey, the guy says to me, I go to order my, my cheap car. I was like, I don't know what it was, 15 bucks a day or something like that? And they tell me, um, oh, boy. oh, excuse me, OV. Yeah. So they told me that, uh, what is that, theme song? It's an original. We can play it on a podcast. Yeah, we can play an original. Any original. Oh, I don't know, no, no, no. Mama told me son. Always be a good boy. Don't ever play with guns. Doesn't that sound like that? <laughs> now you have to break it down, though, Jay. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I go to the rental car place and say, don't you want to maybe get uh, the ladies, the guy behind the counter says, you want to have some real fun this weekend? I go, I'm, I'm, I'm renting the biggest piece of shit you got. You think I'm not going to have fun, like, beating the crap out of this thing up mountains? Like, I'm going to have a great time. Give me this piece of shit. What is it? And then I go out to the parking lot. And the guy shows me this pink car. And he goes, are you sure you don't want to upgrade? And I'm like, fuck you, guy. You're not going to trick me with this thing. You think I'm too proud? I'm married. I got a girl locked up. She's right there. I'm not getting, I'm not chasing pussy here. I'm going to take the cheapest fucking car you got. And I'm leaving the place. And I'm in the, you know, the place where you got to check out. You know, you got to uh, give the lady your ticket to leave the car rental place. Yeah. And that woman just sat there and laughed at me for five minutes. <laughs> like I was going to turn around and exchange the car. Sure. Who wouldn't laugh at you? And then we go to these hotels where there's got to be a valet park it. And every time I got to give my keys, I'm always telling the guy, like, have fun trying to get pussy with this thing. He <laughs> <laughs> ain't going to take that thing for a joy ride. That thing's going right to the garage. Yeah. <laughs> I would burn that thing up and down every mountain. But the first day we went up, we tried to climb one mountain. We wanted to climb a mountain because I'd never done it before. And everyone's climbing mountains there because they're right there. And... Uh, so my wife and I went up this mountain, and we, they get, the lady gave us this path, and we want to do something hard. So we said, give us something hard to do. And so we climbed this mountain. I think it was 8,000 feet, 8,100 feet. And uh, we got to the top of it, and we were supposed to come down and uh, find this bear's, I don't know what it was called, bear's uh, path. But we missed it, and we ended up climbing a second mountain. Uh-oh. Yeah. And the thing was, when we took a wrong turn... When we took a wrong turn, it was all burnt like uh, ashes. It was... Uh-oh. Uh You're looked, in danger. It looked like death. It yeah. looked like death, uh -oh. eh? I got a great picture of this. Uh, when we were going down the path, we saw this deer's leg. It had bitten, been bitten off by a mountain lion. And then you realize you're right in the... You know, you're in with some serious animals, eh? Like you're... How afraid were you? We were kind of afraid. It was like uh, lions and tigers and bears. Oh I was thinking the same thing. Same thought train as you are now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was, we were walking a little faster at that no point doubt. in time because we, we didn't hear know what was looking little, at us. Every little thing you'd hear, your heart would jump. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, Jesus. But oh, it was, Lord Jesus. It was good. How was the marijuana over there? Um, well, I'll tell you. It was, it, was, uh, it was not as good as I would have hoped it to be. And the reason I can admit to smoking it is because I was in Colorado. It was legal. Yeah, right? Go. I got a recreational tourist uh, license. Like, you just go into the dispensaries as a, as a, for recreational use, and you have to pay a lot of money. It's expensive. But we tried a few things. We tried a little bit of their sativa, and then we tried uh, chocolate bars. 
and uh, a little gummy bears, like these little gummy things to gummy. try. Yeah, but they, they were all mild. Like I found that they weren't, uh, it wasn't uh, anything that was, it was just took the edge off. Like I didn't feel. crazy potent or anything like that. No, no. Do you have a mic? You want a mic? Nope. You sure? <laughs> no, it wasn't crazy potent. No, it was just, it was, it was just kind of like, it was nice. Like you could tell it was clean. They ran good operations and stuff like that. But you have to go into this room and they give you a poker chip. They give you a poker chip, and then uh, when you're ready, your bud, buddy, or whatever they call this person, like a barista of weed, comes in and uh, grabs you and brings you to a back room, and then you look at the menus, and then you they, they ask you what you're looking for. Clay, don't worry. Nobody's watching. Pardon? Oh, I'm a, pa a papers. I just bought papers. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just know old school, eh? Old school Norfolk. I just, like, like I'm used to... Yeah, like a Dutchman will roll with some drum tobacco up. We're used to rolling cigarettes. We'll be all right, right? <laughs> Too bad you guys aren't mic'd. We're missing half the conversation. I don't know how it's going to sound, Jeff. But you got, um, so do you, uh, well, we're having a beer so I wanted to say, I wanted to say something to you, Jeff. Like they, this shop, the shop that you have here, Yes. a lot of your buddies have shops just like this, right? Yep. And uh, unfortunately, I think it's just, it's kind of a necessity almost for guys that like to have a drink out, a drink or two after work. Like, oh, it's a uh, like if you think about those. It's British a nice place to come. Out. Yeah, I mean a lot of people stop. Yeah, from British roots especially, but uh, just to stop somewhere on the way home from work on wine for a minute, I get to do it in my backyard, and uh, it's open to. It, it's my man cave, but I still have. Uh, Do you say man cave? It is a man cave. It sounds like an asshole. Like, that sounds gross. I don't. I don't like man cave. No, but I mean, if you want to generalize what people would understand what it is, a lot of... Like uh, cavernous bumhole. No, no, it's not a cavernous bumhole. Yeah, it's a nice place. It's not an asshole of a right. man. It's man a cave. Uh, a cave. Uh. All right, you're taking this in a weird <laughs> You don't like it? No, I didn't. You don't like it? No. He's very sensitive, eh? He doesn't like the dirty stuff, eh? No man cave. Well, I don't call it that. But anyways, you you, you know, he's there used to. I don't really call it that. Still, yeah, I was just he's still white. Wait till he starts turning red. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna get mad tonight. People used to. I'm gonna keep my cool. People used to go to their local pub. Though is what I'm saying. Like or their local watering hole. Yes, they. And now in small towns, it's getting harder and harder to go to a local watering hole. Oh boy. Because careful there. Because the cops will just camp out. Oh, for sure. And like pick you off like. And that's everywhere. That's just the way it. Uh, that's the way it's all going now. With, Bars and pubs and everyone seems to have uh, yeah, it's that tough. issue. Yeah, it's like tough you when you're only bar owner. That's one of their, for sure, it would be one of their big things, right? It's uh, affected their people stopping in for Fuck sure. So Jeff, I wanted to put. <laughs> yeah, that's I wanted to play the clip, eh? <laughs> yeah. They make you pay for all that stuff, though. I'm yeah. again two dollars and two cents. <laughs> oh www.livefromthedutchhall.com. Hit the Amazon link and just. Just buy something for your mom for Mother's Day. It's coming up. Oh boy. Look at that. Ad, an ad right in the middle of it. Didn't make people too angry at me. Not yet. I just squeezed I it in. Popcorn maker for Mother's Day. Popcorn makers, yeah. they got them. <laughs> they got them. Actually, while we're talking about that, I'd like to do a shout-out to a listener of ours from uh, just outside Palo Alto, California, uh, Sonia uh, uh, Rowan. Oh, hey. She had uh, made a few purchases on, on Amazon, so I wanted to give her a thank you and uh, shout-out for it. And, uh, and we'll Mark, give her a round yeah. of applause, Hello. too. Thank you very much. Oh, a live round of applause. See? See, a live round of applause. It reinvigorates the program is what it does. Sure it does. Sorry, Sonia. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Sonia. Sonia, that's when you're supposed to end with this. That's for you. That's for you. The girls get the kiss. I did the wrong button. 
Sorry about that. So let's get while we're on while we're talking about our uh, listeners. Uh, let's let's do the little thing we call um, feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Feedback. Hey Jeff, we were talking. You were did the feedback. We got feedback theme song. The original feedback. We got fee- oh, feedback yeah, theme song. Oh yeah, but that was a. Uh, that was a beatbox one. It, it was, was perfect. One. No, you got one in you? I don't know if I do or not. <laughs> You're not feeling it, eh? You're awfully fidgety. You're a little real fidgety fuck today. I am. Well, you better box. You better do it. All right, feedback. We got feedback this You're week. You're awfully fidgety. <laughs> F- feedback. Hey, Lori, guess what I'm doing? Feedback. We got feedback. Your favorite part of the show. My favorite part. My wife tells me I got to stop telling Lori. Uh, every show I tell everybody that Lori says it's the worst part of the show. She says, you got to stop that because it's going to hurt Lori's feelings. So, But she did say it because she hates it. This week's feedback, we got feedback is real short. Real short, Lori, you're going to love it. We got two of our old-time feedback guys that have come back and given us some feedback. And all I want to do is just uh, make it nice and quick, just like you told me, right? So this week we got feedback, we got feedback from... Uh, two of guys that I hadn't heard from. One was Conroy123. He had come, come from, a, I think it's my Jamaican listener. And he's come from uh, back, and he says, Pete Mon, just wondering if Fred is a member of the family. If not, good for you for stepping out of your box. Remember, love the life you live and live the life you love. I think Fred's got it down pat. Thanks, Conroy. Good to have you back. Yeah, Conroy, he might be back actually in the country. It's like about that time, right? Yeah, well, and, uh, <laughs> and the last guy we have back is uh, the Haitian Dwarf. The Haitian Dwarf uh, is here every week. We love him. He's back again. I think he's trying to get his Twitter account back up again. He's been, uh, he's been having some technical difficulties, so he says his Twitter is just getting about to get ready to get rocking again. So Haitian Dwarf on Twitter, if you want to follow him. Um, he says, if gravity doesn't exist, then why do I have to wear a Velcro suit? I'll give him a rim shot for that joke. Because yeah. he's a he gets tossed. He's a dwarf tosser uh, to- by trade, I think. <laughs> now, I don't think he does it in, in uh, this country. He does it in Haiti. But I'm looking for someone who can find a dwarf tossing service. Someone I can actually pay a person to toss a dwarf. The strip clubs in Toronto used to have that. So I need to find that talent okay. service where I can book that. Because I want to book the Belgian Hall. <laughs> And we're tossing the dwarf live on the Dutch Hall. That's the thing. Well, we might start the Polish, and then we would move to the... We, we'd have to move up to the Hungarian, then the German, then the Belgian, depending on how much we can grow this thing, how much people like that tossing stuff. I think they'd love it, though. So, anyways, he also says... Uh, um, I once spent the entire month trying not to believe I was under three feet tall, but that didn't stop those drunk bastards from tossing me. Congratulations on 20 episodes. Keep them coming. Thank you, Haitian Dwarf. I might play that one all the way out. He's a great listener. Everyone likes the fart. Everyone likes the fart. Let's face facts. It's great. All right. The other, the other piece of feedback. We are working on my Android app. My Android app should be out by the end of this week. So right now, also, if, if you have an iPhone, you can always get the Live from the Dutch Hall app. Just go to, uh, on your uh, browser on your iPhone, hit www.livefromthedutchhall.com, and then you can, uh, it'll ask you if you want to put this to your homepage, and you can just hit the little button at the bottom, and it'll load it to your homepage, and you can listen to Live from the Dutch Hall on my app. 
You can also get us on iTunes, Stitcher, and any other podcast service. I like uh, Podcast Attic on Android right now and B-Pod on BlackBerry. So thank you very much again for listening, everybody. Oh, the monkey sound. <laughs> I didn't even mean that one. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say was that we get listeners every week from all over the place. And I just want people say you should, uh, I've been getting feedback from people saying, just tell people where you're getting listeners from. And uh, I think this last week we had them from Kitchener, uh, Simcoe, Delhi, Port Dover. Uh, we had Edmonton, Winnipeg. Uh, we had uh, Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne. And we had uh, Amsterdam. And Waterford. <laughs> and Waterford. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And next week, we'll, we'll, we'll thank the next Lou lessons. But we're all over the place. It's really kind of nice. So that's enough. Feedback, we got feedback, is done. Ballsy had said, we had a guy today. Well, we have a musical interlude? Well, let's do it, yeah. Yeah, let's have a sip of beer. No one can see you. Just do it. Just, just do it if you want, and I'll stop talking. That's shenanigans live music. We've got pull up. Jeff pulled out all the stops right, today, Jeff. A meat tray. You got a meat tray that's more than we can ever eat. Right? Hot mustard. Twenty-five minutes in, Jeff, and you've already bailed and left me. And, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but no one wants to listen to me on the air for an hour. Just talk to myself. So, someone's got to actually talk to me. I want to talk to someone. It's kind of a talk show. <laughs> well, you know how I was thinking as I took a little break there, how we can make this maybe a little more fluid for you. Sure. What if we call in, uh, who would you like to speak to? I would like you to look at someone in here and call someone out. They're going to come and speak to you because they're a guest in the bar. You might say good well, we got Krepka right here. Yeah, on a mic. I can't believe Jason Krepka hasn't said a Whoa. word yet. <laughs> hey Jay, you mind if I introduce you? We got Jason Krupka here coming live from the Dutch Hall. Local Waterford guy. Oh yeah, it's live. Captain. So, are you born and raised in Waterford, Jay? 100%. 100%. So you've seen it change. You've seen. So what? What Waterford? I noticed in ninth. In, I read the history of it when I was coming here for the show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one thing that they had said was uh, that it was in 19. I think it was no, in 18. Uh, 86 or something like that. They had 1,100 people and it became like a town, right? Uh huh. And it's like 140 years later. And what? How many people are here now? 
I would say it's got to be getting close to 3,500 now. 3,500? Yeah, yeah. So in like a... <laughs> What's going on? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's good. I'll sound... It'll be better. <laughs> just cool. I, these the guys boys are exiting. Are exiting <laughs> this is the worst. cigarette. <laughs> I just thought it was that it was just getting so bad. It was because oh, Krupp no, got killed the whole crowd. No, no. Yeah. Where, <laughs> right, where y'all going, guys? Like, oh. I'll be right back in a minute or two. See, in Pine Grove, in Pine Grove, this stuff just happens at the Dutch Hall. It goes for a, it goes for a walk in Waterford, eh? It goes for a walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Walk. We just go a side yard. You know? Yeah, yeah. I I appreciate it. It's no yeah. good. So the use peeping toms around here. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a good-looking girl in the backyard, eh? Yeah, that's what it was. Heck, that's my cousin living over there. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been the biggest change since you've grown up here in Waterford? Well, let me see. We had a church that burnt down. That was quite exciting. I didn't think they'd build that church to make it look just like a, the old old style churches. They built that church up and made it look just like an like they built it a hundred years ago. Yeah. Like I expect them to build like a box, like a new and more modern church, but they built a real, really like, like one of those really gaudy ones with the big bell tower. Well, they did and a nice job of it. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah, but I mean that's an old style church. I didn't think they still built them. You know, Whoa. you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. They did a good I job, but it keeps it, with yeah. the look of the town. I think it looks. Yeah, a lot, a lot of history. Well, they couldn't town. not do that, right? Yeah. It's on Main Street, and there's a lot of yeah. beautiful homes. Yeah. Waterford has a lot of beautiful. The history of it. Well, I grew it, up. It's such that it's uh, the houses are beautiful, and uh, you know, it's it's a great little town. Yeah, very right. historical. Yeah. I'm glad that I moved here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's nice people. Another thing they got good is those trails are really are really nice now, eh? With the bikes and the, oh, and the, the walking trails. Oh, the trails are trails. fantastic for getting in shape Crap, and walking. Do you walk these trails every day or? <laughs> I walk these trails all the time. Like, I am seriously getting in shape. Six miles. <laughs> <laughs> Rounds is shape, right? Yeah. Oh, where's the, hit the, hit the, come hit on. Hit that butt. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jason. Sorry, that was a That's mean. You come to Waterford and you're mean. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I don't know how to not. I only kind of jokes and know how to write a Robin's mean one. Robin's racing. I told him not leading into this. Robin's I'm just, racing. Uh, people in the world, I'm just a little taller than a dwarf. I'm right? give you a little picture of what's going on here. Because Can we toss you at the Hungarian Hall? <laughs> I say we go to the German and right down the bowling lane. <laughs> bowling lane. I tell Krupke you. bowling. It'll take two of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't think it would and happen without a fight. Yeah, 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 it'd be it's quite a, a fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On a serious note, this is an absolutely beautiful town we live in. Sure. We have these uh, beautiful little lakes that we go fishing in and swimming in and, and you know, all kinds of stuff. It's. Uh, we have a young guy here, too, who does... Uh, Carp fishing tours. Yeah, bow fishing. Yeah. Oh yeah, unbelievable. He's so great. Cody on the mic here. He's a young uh, entrepreneur in the in the yeah. region. He's going to start hosting tours. I think. So tours, and then and then, is it uh, so tours with a boat on the top of a boat? One of those ones that like skim on the. Yes. On the like in the That's what, do you, what are those called? Mud boggers or something? Well, I think we should get these guys in here to talk. Yeah, about they can explain a lot better. Buddy, uh, we got a lot of shots. We got a lot of shots. should come and yeah. sit in my spot. Hey, we don't want to put anyone on the chat. spot. Oh, we'll, I, we don't I told him I'm going to put him on the spot. I need <laughs> he help. does it every time. I got to take a leak. So you're like right the, back. There's no spot. It's just a round table. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. So come on up. Come on up. Come on. There is no spot. That's right. Come on. It's a great. I said I wouldn't put him on the spot. He told me before, and he looked serious at me when I said it. He said, "Don't make me. Don't put me on the spot." So I don't want to do it. I have nothing to do with it. He doesn't have to. I'm not going to put anyone on the spot, but I do have to take a pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. 
Come on, partner. Come on up and explain this uh, flat boat. Do you remember? Boat. Do you remember when we were when we were kids, Jay? How there was a, the old lady in town that would uh, the oh, pickup lady. Yeah, the yeah, pick yeah. Up lady? She would pick up. And it, was, it was. I mean, now I, I now I'm older and mature. Like you know, like now we give like give her a lot of respect because she'd pick up every piece of garbage on the street, on the side of the street, whatever. And she almost get hit all the time. And then, she hated cars, eh? Oh, hated cars. But you know, we were pretty we were pretty bad back then. We'd take garbage and we just kind of. Like it's like a little trail. You throw a little piece here and a little piece there, and she'd go and keep picking it up, and and we just make it like she'd do these lines, like you know, almost almost gets hit every time, you know. You keep throwing a little further out on the street. You drove that poor woman nuts. Yeah, from one end of the town down another end of town. Were you the town kids? You were a town kid, right? Hundred percent townie. So so like I was a country kid. I grew up on a farm, right? Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. we we would like build a good snow fort in our backyard at school, you town kids would come wreck it, hey? There was a, we never met the town because we only heard about them, eh? Yeah, we're like, you know, the gangsters. Yeah, yeah. We'd come back to school and we're like, what the hell happened to our snow for? He's like, the town, the town kids got it, eh? Yeah, we just destroy them. Oh, those are the country boys. We're going we're gonna to destroy their forts. So when you were kids, would you just, like, walk the roads? Like, would you, would you like, uh, like, versus today, you know, where people kind of more keep an eye on everything? Back when you were, when you were a kid, were you just, like, walk around Waterford without being as much supervised, you know? Or how long a lease did your parents give you? Well, there was a curfew, and not a, say a curfew, but there was kind of a curfew. The cops would, would always pick us up and give us a ride home, and they, they knew us. So That's when we had regional police. Yeah, regional. Like the cops would say in town and, and in crime. But there was still stuff being broken into and, and that because they knew where the cops usually were sleeping, right? So we, we would do our things of running around and... and Play like when we were just little kids, like you know, 10, 12, we'd be playing this kind of like a tag, you know, race thing running around town. Chase. Chase, I guess they call it, yeah, back then. Chase? Yeah, Chase. You just chase each other. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> was this by running? But then when these country kids would come in and spay, like, you know, spend a night at their friend's place in town, those guys would get beat up, you know. <laughs> we chased them down and beat them up. So, you it's know? a form of hide and seek. Yeah, was it? It was kind of like they're going to chase you down so you'd hide. And then if they found you, you could run again? Could you run again? No, no. You had to go to one destination. Everybody had a place, a meeting place. When you got caught, you were out of the game. Oh, okay, okay. It was down to the last person. So It was just like hide and seek then. all these given road alleyways in behind shenanigans here. There's a oh, yeah, the alleys that are behind shenanigans. Sorry, if people can't hear at home, if there's an alleys behind the, where we're here right now. And you got you local kids would know all the little nooks and crannies through town, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'd have hiding spots all throughout everybody's bushes and fences, and we'd know right where to go. And you just play chase through people's backyards. It was fun. I went to I went to high school in Brantford, and and for being a farm kid, like Brantford was huge for me, right? And I remember staying at a friend's house, and he lived in uh, Eagle Place, which was like a small, like a post-war um, subdivision that was really built up when Massey Ferguson had a big plant there. But then was going through tough times when I went to high school because the Massey plant had closed and, you know, everyone's dad was out of work back then. So we would we would go cause trouble in that subdivision, and uh, I would always be like, I couldn't believe it, like because when we get in some trouble, he would know everyone's backyard where there was a path through and all these things, so that when you got into trouble, like you could easily get away from whatever, uh, especially if you're picking on people you knew weren't weren't from there. You know, you know all the nooks and crannies and how to get away from them, right? Even I knew a friend from this area, from just outside of Waterford in Boston, who used to every devil's night sit in the ditch with uh, black shoe polish on his face, and uh, he would he would uh, 
He would light a tire and put it in the in the crossroads in like Boston. Yeah, there. in Boston, he did it all the time. For he years. did like every year. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And they would like load it with with like straw and lighter fluid and light the light the uh, the tire on fire. And then when the cops came to put out the fire, they would whip eggs at the cops, right? <laughs> and then they knew all the ways to get through the apple orchards and stuff like that to get away from the cops. And they do it every year. I ended up going with to university with this guy. And he's like 21. Like you're gonna get big shit now when you're throwing eggs at cops. When you're like, you know, like 15, you're gonna be okay. But like, you're a grown man now. So he got into his truck and he had the whole back filled with eggs and he had like a tire back there, lighter fluid and all this stuff. And he's got shoe polish on his face like an idiot. And he he gets pulled over because the cops are like wait trying to find him before they get hit with eggs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they pull him over and they look at him. They go, "What are you up to tonight?" And he goes, "He goes nothing." <laughs> Right? I'm just delivering eggs. <laughs> yeah. Black shoe polish on his face. He goes, just go put it away, you idiots, right? You're not yeah. getting us this year. Like Ninja Mode. <laughs> <laughs> he actually did the flaming bag of poo the one year when we were going to school, too, because he wasn't able to come back home to Waterford for, uh, for Devil's Night. So he, we picked a guy we used to live with, and we lit a bag of poo on his doorstep, and he came and put it out in his socks. It was... That was... <laughs> You actually he called the poo work. shit. Or he called the shit poo. <laughs> <laughs> he called the shit poo. We had a shit poo once, too. He did? A dog, though. Like a dog? Shit zoo poodle. <laughs> you had a shit poo? Yeah. Terrible yeah. dog. <laughs> Terrible breed. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound like a good breed. The, the, the marketing is poor on it, eh? The shit poo. Is there a bullshit? Is that a, a shit zoo and a bulldog? Is that a yeah. bullshit? Is that for real? I don't know. It sounds real. It sounds as real as shit poo. <laughs> if you're going to call a dog shit poo, why wouldn't you call it bullshit? It sounds good. It's better. I'd rather <laughs> yeah. say bullshit than shit poo. <coughs> don't you think? Yeah, I do. Oh, you're right. Right? I vote shit poo. Oh, you want one? There you go. I got one. Yeah, I got a call up for a rim shot in the back row. This show's getting me better as it goes on. I think it was Krupka. <laughs> Cheers, everybody, with Big O.V. Yep. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks a lot Cheers. for having me. Cheers to everyone who stopped in tonight, too. Uh, support Pete and his... Uh, hey. And me, uh, but uh, definitely Pete's. Well, this is a Thirsty Thursday. How, how often would something like this happen at Shenanigans? Is this a regular occurrence, or is no, it once in a... Not anymore. Not anymore. It used to be. We're, uh, yeah, we still have them once in a while. But and, then would, and most of these guys are from a fairly close... Perimeter? Are you a walking distance from here, Jay? Two blocks. Two blocks? And then uh, you're right down the alley, and you, and you yeah. guys are close down the alley. Are you close? Thompson Road. Yeah. So you're, are, you, are you from Waterford originally? Do you know the pickup lady? Because you're younger. Nope. You don't know the pickup lady? How old are you? 25. 25, right? Yeah, the pickup lady, I don't know how long she's been dead for, right? 20 years. Yeah. That big, that big house on Main Street that used to be hers, the really, the really nice, they fixed it up nice. But it used to be spooky because they always were stories that she had her husband in the freezer and stuff like that. Do you remember oh, that? It was, it was like total like a horror movie. I don't know what. Do you remember yeah. hearing that story? It's, it's Waterford folk, folklore, eh? Like when you, you hear these stories that only exist in these small towns, and they're all bullshit, but they, you know, they kind of get you excited when you're kids, right? That lady's got her husband in the freezer in that peak, in that tour to the house, you know, on the top floor. He's just there was like one there. light lit in that whole house, and it was like three stories high, and it just looked like a haunted house. And yeah. She would come out and. Well, it was a mentally ill woman that was driven mentally ill by kids like you, <laughs> fucking throwing breadcrumbs of garbage in front of her until she went nuts. Ask for my forgiveness. <laughs> 
<laughs> Since you put it like that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I got out of the story. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we get. We had you on so you could clear the air with the dead yeah. Ellie. Or yeah. If she has relatives listening, I'm, I'm deeply sorry. <laughs> uh, no one listens, so you're all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have four flat tires in my truck tonight. <laughs> we had, uh, oh, what was I say? Oh, so we had a guy here earlier tonight who was, uh, who got like, uh, he showed up in a bad way. Too much, too soon. <laughs> And then it ended, it ended really poorly. Eh? He ended up... Uh, well, he did all right. He managed to do the two-step all the way down my driveway. Luckily, his friend had a signal that he knew that once yeah. he started closing his one eye, that there was no coming back from and that. And his friend uh, stayed sober so he could drive him home. We're responsible around here. Have you, ever, have you ever had a time where you, you kind of got snuck up on? Like where it, like you, you were just somewhere where you wanted to have a couple beers and you ended up being so shit-faced that uh, you just embarrassed yourself? Yeah, that usually. Oh, I would happens. probably say yes to that. <laughs> in, 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 in a place where you shouldn't be shit faced? I don't know. I think so. I no. don't want to talk about it if I did. <laughs> you don't? Nikki Corny's wedding. Ballsy? Nikki Corny's wedding? You jerk. <laughs> just made me think of it now. Said it just was was he the drunkest guy at the wedding, eh? I was not. Had, the Ballsy won't admit guy. to it, but everyone else in the room will. Hey, you got it. Yeah, it was too drunk. Yeah, you do die. You said the name. So we had to, <laughs> it happens to us all, though. I mean, I think there's times where we all get a little bit too into it. I remember, um, I remember we had uh, gone to, uh, uh, it, was a, it was a fancy optometry type uh, function uh, with my wife. And uh, her part, like one of the ladies she works with, her husband was with me, and he works for the beer store. So we had, he had all this beer that like was dented and stuff. He's your new best friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we were hitting it off. Great conversation. He's got a whole bag of beer. I li loved it. And there was a, there, and they're both worried about us not having fun at this work function, you know. Mm -hmm. So we have a we're sitting up there having a great it's time. A bag of fun. Yeah, we're having a great time drinking beer, telling stories, and then we end up going down to the dinner table. And I look at this, and we're with uh, we're with the two girls we came with, but we're also with a bunch of other eye doctors who you don't know. I don't know. No one knows. We're just kind of placed with them. Yes. So you don't know. I'm pissed. We're late. The the one course is already done and stuff like that. The girls are really pissed off at us, and we sit down, and there's a bunch of like these other couples, and I'm like, I'll test them out. I'll just do like a joke, right? So I said some comment, and it was like really dirty. Like it was it was really over the top dirty. I'll I wish I could remember. That's I started at, yeah, I should have maybe started at five. Yeah. I started probably about at nine. I would say. <laughs> and it went over like a lead balloon. It was like the worst thing ever. Like died. Say. Died. It was the worst. And only Rob, the, or sorry, I shouldn't say his name, but the, <laughs> only the other guy, uh, he laughed, I think. Yeah. But our wives were not laughing and none of the other people were. It was terrible. But you got one other person laughing with you. At least you got someone going, like, that's okay. Yeah. That is acceptable. It's acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know it's just I'm you talking. laughing. You know it's what I'm talking good. about. Yeah. Have that's you been there where it's just you? No, I don't think so. I probably, uh, yes, I think. <laughs> I ran for the hills. <laughs> no, no never. Yeah. Well, it happens to us all. Oh, it does, sure. But I, I don't think I've flopped that bad, hopefully. So you're real... You're really uh, nervous on this show, like as far as saying anything that's bad, right? You don't want to say that you ever. You want to be, show you yourself mean? as a respectable person. Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> what are you saying? Well, I'm just saying, like I was trying to talk about a time where you got drunk. Everyone gets drunk. It's nothing to be ashamed of. 
but you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to say the word cunt. You said no about that. You said I'm not I said saying. the word cunt, though. That's you did it. That's your first time on the show. Isn't. You listen oh, to that's it That's the second. That's the second. That's second one? That's second? Two yeah. cunts. Two cunt Jeff. Hey, you just <laughs> <laughs> the way I look at it. Hey, Jeffrey, two cunt. <laughs> See, once you start saying it. Yeah, like, cunt show two. Cunt show two. That's no. what this is going to be. Wilson's not here. I know. Well, he's at, he's at home hopefully listening to it saying, I love that word. I love that word. I love that word. He does. I love that he word. says it every time he hears it. <laughs> you think that might be OCD? <laughs> he can't stop himself at this point in time. He's conditioned himself like Pavlov's dog to can, every time he hears that word to say that. I love that word. I love that word. Then he smokes a cigarette. Menthol, though. Oh, he's on the menthols, yeah. Uh, that was a surprise. Anyone that smokes menthols, I'm always like, really? Menthol? Hmm. You don't look black. <laughs> There's actually people getting in trouble for that. They're doing a menthol commercial, and the people were black in the commercial, and uh, they were saying it's racist. I'm like, how is that racist? Black people smoke menthols. That's a fact. It's a fact. You can't say it's racist because it's a fact. If you don't like it, and don't smoke menthols all the time. They don't show only white people in the Kentucky Fried Chicken commercials. <laughs> right? That's not is true. That they don't only have white people. They have everyone. They have... Asians, they have white, they have black, they have I don't know why you chose Kentucky Fried Chicken, because that one would be traditionally probably more I'm of sorry, the... Sorry, I just was talking about my brother there, who loves... He eats it every day, and he's a white guy. Like, I'm not... Oh, yeah. It's just fattening, that's all. I remember we were, at, we, we were at the Wheels Inn in Chatham, and we went to a Kentucky Fried Chicken, and there was a lady from, an African-American lady from Detroit... From Detroit? Yeah, yeah, I knew. I met a lot of people from Detroit. I was born in Chatham, right? Right. Yeah. And she was with she was in the Kentucky Fried Chicken, and she says, "I want I want uh, biscuits and gravy." Yeah. She wanted biscuits and gravy. We don't we don't have that. And they said, "We don't have that. We don't have that in Canada." And she goes, "Well, you got gravy. I can see it right there." She goes, "What are you supposed to put that gravy on? Your French fries?" Why <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, indeed. And it was the yeah, it is your French fries. Yeah. But they got corn on the cob and everything down there at KFC. I hate the KFC, by the way, because I get diarrhea every time I eat it. Yeah. Like, Who immediately. Who fucking does it? Oh, I got a guy behind the bar. You like it? He you like it? He raises his hand to say yes and then raises his thumb to say it's the best shit ever. I love KFC. It is. It's great for, for cleaning out your system. Yeah. You also eat a lot of cheese, so you have to balance yourself out. Right? You got one blocker and one. I like the shit. It's fucking good. <laughs> it is tasty. There's no question about it. But it does grease up your shoot. You got to admit that. I have a. It's healthy, man. It's healthy. Yeah, if you got something that's blocking you up. It's one of those. That'll explain everything. Yeah. Stop eating KFC. I'm going to take a shit I wish we could hear that. What did he say? Well, let's turn that mic over there. Maybe we can get it. What? What did he say? No, just aim it at the bar. It does not rate at you. Yeah, yeah, just get it in there. Just get it in there. It's not going to hit you. It's been turned. <laughs> Someone's hit it. It's been turned. So we got this thing we've been working on for Life from the Dutch Hall. It's called the Wheel of Fun. And it's a wheel. I don't know if you guys get any ideas for this thing, but we want to get this wheel in. You can spin it. My friend Barry built one. And then we, one. then we have to be able to say, like, it'll stop. It'll probably like 10 different things on the wheel. To do that, you have to do, and if you don't do it, there's a you have to enact a punishment to the person. So like if you like maybe like a ping pong balls, and you just whip the ping pong. You guys got lift up his shirt and you whip it at him. Nothing too gay, not, nothing too gay, but like something that's gonna I hurt. A, I got a slingshot. Right a slingshot. Can you do that? Can you shoot him with the? 
Can you shoot him with the paintball gun? Can you shoot someone with a paintball gun? That's that guy over there. He's got a bunch of those. Yeah, like, could I do that? Could I, you, you, you do paintball. Can I shoot a guy with a paintball gun? Is that a safe thing to do? <laughs> <laughs> Not from this close. How far do you got to be away from a guy to shoot him with a paintball gun? Like, if I told, like, that guy right there, if I went this far away, could I shoot him with a paintball gun? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you could shoot yeah, him, but he'd be hurting. Yeah, he would. That would hurt, right? How about that? You got to do something that you don't like to do. I don't like that at all. <laughs> Did you think you were going to convince me that that sounded good? Yeah, that's a good idea. If you get it wrong, I'm going to shoot you with a gun with a paintball. This is my idea. And for it's going to really, really hurt. Yeah, that's a great freaking idea because I'll probably get it oh, wrong. You said freaking. You won't even say fucking? It's a, is that the thing? Why won't you swear? Why are you picking me? I'm just wondering. You're you like cleaning it up. filthy and dirty? Are you normally clean language guy? I or? just feel bad about the last one. So I'm trying oh, to you're trying to show. Myself. You're a good man, Jeff. Everyone knows it. It's on the whiskey. But sometimes you say cunt. <laughs> we all do it, and you do it too. And it is an increment on my tape measure. I know it all. I know. I'm it never. All <laughs> <laughs> it is, but it's a hair, right? Yes. It's a hair. Yes. That is an increment. Ch if the homeowners. Most of the people here are in uh, the carpentry and the and the, the trades, trades, right? Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, and so every single one of them would use cunt hair as a measurement, wouldn't you? <laughs> Is there anyone that doesn't? Every day. It's not offensive. That, that's something you just do, right? Like, increment. I don't know how you can say anything else. Like, what else are you supposed to say? Well, you're saying a little bit, but everyone knows. Just a yeah, a little yeah. bit. What's a, what do you mean by a little bit? Oh, a cunt Yeah, yeah, I know that. There's a lot Everybody does. It's got to go there, right? It's just got to go there, engineering. So you got to take it to the cunt herring. No, but that is a that is a legitimate f a fact. as a unit of measure in your in your profession. We talked about it at school. It is. It is, right? <laughs> and it's not meant to be offensive to women. If anyone any woman was offended by it, it's nothing to do with you. We're trying to build stuff here. And it's not. I'm just using part of your body as a unit of measure. <laughs> A tiny bit less than a 64th, yeah. <laughs> I love when we get down to a precise art of how big a cut hair is. <laughs> He's dead serious about it, too. Hey, what if she was, what if she was grizzly? Is she Portuguese? Oh, grizzly. Yeah, twice as thick. Twice as thick. That's a big cut. This was a That's a full 16th. That's a full 16th. This show's a lot better if you're here, folks, can I tell you? Half of it we can't hear or see, but there's a lot of animated conversation over the exact precise measurements of a cut hair. <laughs> but it's not... Yeah, they do. They should have it on the bottom of the measuring tape, like in the little hook. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the base of the hook, that's where it is. Oh, Michael, Written in it's a digital thing you set it up. Yeah, it's, it's like CH Forrest on. Gump in the smiley t-shirt. Yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do that. I think it's probably Stanley been done. In the sea here. I bet you if I did a Google search on it, I'd be able to find that tape measure with that on it. Oh, for sure. So, what do you, so you're thinking that if I invite you to my house or to the Dutch Hall with a wheel of fun, and I end up saying you can either get do something horrible that you don't want to do that's on the wheel or get that uh, shot with a paintball gun, that both of those are bad ideas? Mm. So should I have a reward in there somehow? I think if you're going to shoot me with a paintball, you got to give me a bit of a count and let me run. In the yard. What if it's just you had to do a shot, like a heavy shot or, or funnel a beer? I don't like funneling beer anymore. I'm getting old. 
Well, then do a, a shot. I'm a sipper. Right? How about a shot then? I can do a shot. But or get shot. Or if I, if I funnel a beer, I'll vomit. Well, one time we vomit. I played this one game where you were the guy. Like when you lost in ping pong, you had to lift your shirt, and then the people no. on the other side get to whip the ping pong balls at your back. I don't like that. Why? Because I don't like it. Why are you trying to convince well, me? If you puss out, if you lose, you need to be punished. You can't just like get away with things in life and not be punished with it. You gotta fucking face the piper sometimes. <laughs> rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> oh, I'll wrestle. I'd wrestle someone. That's all you ever want to do is wrestle. Yeah. That's all you ever want to do is wrestle. It is true. You want to wrestle all the time when we go. When every time you get too many drinks in, do you? You want to wrestle, eh? No. That's a fact about you. It's also another fact about you is you like to use beer cases and insulation in the winter time in here. Yes, I do. <laughs> that is true. That's true. You're the only man I know that uses uh, beer cases insulation. I can't believe this I'm not place. The oh, that you know. That you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And to effectively, as effectively as you do. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a few of them. And, uh, but I'll tell you something, Jeff. The place looks great. You've done a lot, really good job on the bar. If you guys can see this, I'll take some pictures and post it on uh, um, my, it's my it's Facebook rough, page uh, still, I still or my Twitter. One more sand and a stain. It's a work in progress in this place. But. Yeah, but, I mean, I've seen this. I've been in this shop of yours since it was just when you just we moved just here it, yeah. and i've really seen it evolve like you've made it into two two nice rooms you have a really nice pub area in the front have some house storage. you've built your own uh, everything's Probably. everything here is from uh, most of it's from found or um reused, re reused like materials reuse, eh yeah. so you got wainscoting out, out of uh out of old doors yeah and uh you got put in you put in a wood stove too, uh, maybe if we can talk them into it you could have make another waterford stop at a business that's been happening in Waterford for a while, but new location. Oh, yeah? Yep. Just so, get a bit closer to the mic, Jeff, because you're really... Am I echoey? Yeah, just I'm push still... that right into it, yeah. I feel like it's real close. No, you're right, because that, that thing was so <laughs> far away. Sorry about that. So what are you saying? Do you say you got a guy that wants to come in? Yes, the, I do. That builds what? Oh, he does uh, beautiful carpentry work. Who are you talking about, the guy standing next to you? Yeah, but he's out. he doesn't want to be... Uh, I'm leaving it up to him. He's a very if this quiet was, individual. He doesn't have to talk. You just keep up on it. No, but I, I, we talked about maybe a possible shop to stop. <coughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At his so, shop, yeah. At his shop, right? So yeah, yeah. I'm just plugging that without saying any names. Well, now a lot of these guys have been here, so if we end up going to his shop and someone wants to sit at the table and we could talk about some things, yeah, then yeah. they can get in on the mic. It's not so intimidating if we just sit down and just get your opinion on it. Like, I see a lot of you young guys here today. I want to talk to you about a few things. Yeah. If anyone wants to sit right in that chair, I, I got a question. a question. I just have a couple. I don't know if you can listen to them, though. If you're, are you okay? Is he okay? I don't want to get dirty here, a little bit dirty, because I have questions. I don't get a lot of young guys. Are you guys all married? Are you married? Not yet. Are you with a girlfriend for a long time? Three years. Ah, damn it. Has anyone got, anyone like chasing tail? <laughs> no, you can sit there. You can no, sit no, there. no, stay, 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 please, please, please. <laughs> no, I'm sitting down there. I took balls for sure. Like, no, 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 I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. I was like, fuck, it's hot. But like, I'm, old, I'm, an, I'm an old guy, like old chunk of coal, right? So I've been out of the game forever, and I married my like high school girlfriend, right? So I'm like, uh, I have no experience with women. That's why I'm looking for, a, I'm looking for some answers because so many things have happened. Like you're gonna, you you're really young and probably shouldn't be here, but uh, <laughs> but we have, uh, but like you got the things you're gonna look at, look for, and see in the future of women. I don't even can't even comprehend it. I can't even comprehend it. Like you know that's that. The things that the kids coming up nowadays wow. that are gonna are gonna have to deal with, they're nothing like we we had to deal with as kids, you know. Like the fact that everyone's got a camera and an internet in their pocket and they can do things with it. I mean, that's a huge oh, thing yeah. to deal with that we didn't have to deal with, right? 
Like, I didn't have a cell phone. Like, I was on an island. If a girl was with me, she was trapped. <laughs> we were, there was no way for her to call her mother. Like, we were just in the middle of nowhere with no communication. Like, she had to trust me. <laughs> like, now at least you know you send your daughter out. At least she's going to be able to get out of a pinch. You're not going to go with some cycle and ride through the bush. <laughs> you know what I mean? So three years, and how old are you? 21. 21, you with, and, you're, and are you engaged? No, not yet. So you're the same as me. You're the same kind of guy as I am, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. You found a good girl really early. And, and yeah, she's uh, good. She's, uh, she's just uh, graduated to be a paramedic, actually. Really? Yeah. All right, I got one question for you. Uh, I don't know if I can ask it because your girl, I don't want to disrespect your girlfriend. Go ahead. Go ahead. She's not listening. I'm wondering, does anyone between the ages of, say, 16 and, like, 40 or say 35, 16 and 35, does any of those girls have pubic hair anymore? No, no. No, none of them? It's not, completely gone? Not the ones I, I've been I got, with. I, I, I have had one with a lot of bush. The one that really loved it? Yeah. But you know what? You get around it because pussy's pussy. <laughs> so, but it's a, it's a real novelty now when you see one. Like It's almost like seeing a, like a... Yeah, it's like trophy. Yeah, you're like... Yeah. It's like the Loch Ness Monster. What is that, a bald eagle? It's like that. Is it really rare to see one with hair on it anymore, right? <laughs> oh, boy. They Everybody say, hold your fire. This is true. They say that crabs is extinct now. They, 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 it's I'll going extinct. Because no, uh, everyone shaved their pubes off, so now there's nowhere for the crabs to live. So the habitat's gone, right? Yeah. So the, the ones getting crabs probably aren't shaving their pubic hair, though. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, those are the ones. That's a true. That's a true tip. So you know when you see a girl with a big one like the, the one you had, um, that that uh, <laughs> that that's one where you got to watch out for the crabs, eh? Maybe just go through it, look for look for a little activity. Maybe that's what happened. Is it really? Maybe. Yeah. Do you know what about a little? You know what the little comb? Do you know about the little comb? Oh, okay, then he doesn't know. If you said yes, then it would have got you. Yeah, crabs is done. So that's one question. The other question is, if you go to a club, you know, and then maybe any of the guys in here, because I've never gone to a club and picked up a girl. So like a club, you know, it, it's uh, dirty. They're dancing, right? They're, they're like all whored up, right, dancing and stuff. And then uh, so like if you were to get a girl and, and then to, and to bring her home, right, then uh, she would uh, not have a chance to freshen up, I wouldn't imagine, you know. So she's going to be smelly, right? Wouldn't she be? Or you'd know that you'd have to go away to, to go wash up. Like, there's two things that could happen, right? Have anyone done this? Has anyone gone to a club? I would think they would be smelly. Because they're dancing? <laughs> yeah, because they're dancing and they're wearing tight clothes and stuff like that. Wouldn't that make them smelly? Wouldn't that make them smelly, Lori? <laughs> Logic would, 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 would say that they're probably smelly. <laughs> yeah, I would say they're probably a bit You probably wouldn't, no. <laughs> Yeah, he said that if you pick a girl up from the bar, you probably wouldn't go down. And I don't think you would. You'd be worried. Or you'd have to tell him. I had a buddy, I had a buddy that lived up north, and um, his dad was a real beauty. His dad was a real... Oh, boy. His dad was a real beauty. And he, had a, he was a divorced guy, so he was dating. He was like, had girlfriends all the time. Older guy, probably a guy in his uh, late 50s, right, at the time. Do you have a Miata? No, I don't think so. And then... <laughs> And so he had this girlfriend, and he was telling his son one time, and my friend who were sitting at home, he said, like, uh, yeah, I was with uh, Shirley, and, uh, 
you know, one thing led to another, and uh, she, I told her she was a bit heavy. She was a bit heavy. <laughs> and I didn't appreciate it. And he, she's, and he goes, uh, well, and we're all like, what? You told her she was heavy? Yeah, she was a bit heavy. I told her to give it a wash. <laughs> and they go, and so we're all like, well, you know, what did, it, what did, what, what did she do? Like, how did she react to that? Oh, she went and gave it a wash. <laughs> that was the whole like thing. That? We used that line like for for ten years. Wasn't it a wash? <laughs> Didn't it have an R in it? No, it wasn't that. It wasn't a wash. It wasn't a wash. Go get a wash. She gave it a wash. She gave it a wash. Wash or snursh. I love that, eh? I love when old guys are still are like still open about banging girls, and then you get to like hear some, their version of it when they're like you know crusty old guys, and they're still talking about doing dirty things. I don't think the old guys get it anymore. They just say they do. What? When you hear them telling their stories, I think it's hilarious. I want. Well, what do you think? You're gonna hang them up when you get so old? Oh uh, yeah, probably. If your hips don't work anymore, <laughs> the fuck you gonna do? So many, so many pumps. Yeah, yeah. You got so many pumps in you. You think that's what it is? If you waste them, if you use them up too early in the thing, you're gonna you're gonna exactly. use them all up. Yeah, maybe that's true. I hope I got a lot left in me. Me too. I might have to start storing them up. Just being realistic. Well, with modern medicine, Jeff, a lot of things can save you as far as the the penis, but nothing's gonna save your hips, I suppose. Get somebody else to do the work. You could yeah, you could probably find other techniques. I'm from. Pretty sure I could yeah. too. But you're done having sex because you're married to my sister, right. and you've already had your children. We've procreated. Yes. yes. So you're done. Yeah. But I'm still banging for sport. <laughs> 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 I was thinking if I should, uh, if uh, have I, I? I'm building these bridges with my kids. That we had, for school project, I had to build these bridges. So I made two of them. Terrible carpentry work. You guys would all be terribly ashamed of what I did to build these bridges. Nice talking to you. And, uh, Thanks for coming. Oh, we're at an hour too, eh? So this show's okay. pretty much done. But um, so, story, anyway. so anyways, we built these bridges with our kids, and I said to them, "Can I use these bridges? Because I want to burn them ceremoniously, like on the air, so <laughs> that I can finally say, like, I'm never going back to the bank. Like, I'm never going back. I'm gonna have to say something on one of my shows where I do. I just completely burn all the bridges with everyone I've ever worked for and well, ruin yeah, all my future appointments. you want to burn these bridges, metaphorically. You, like, you want, to let, or you want to light them on fire. Yeah, I want to use the actual bridges as a metaphor, a metaphor. but the shit that's coming out of my mouth will be the real thing that burns <laughs> the bridges <laughs> in my life. No. Yeah. No, really? I want to put it on a show. I want to have the burn my bridges show where I completely ruin my life and, <laughs> and, uh, and like make it so I can never go back to a decent job again. That's what I want to do. That's, that's my goal. goal. That's a goal of mine. Wow, that's an interesting goal. Yeah, and I'm going to do it. You think it's a terrible goal? It's a great goal. I'm going to do it, but I'm, all, I'm, probably, I'm probably a bit away from it yet, but I'm working towards it. That's what I can do. So anyways, everybody, this has been great. I really appreciate everyone coming out to Live from the Dutch Hall. It's my first one on location. We've got, uh, we've, we've got a great host in Lori and Jeff Ball to have us down to shenanigans on St. James. And... Uh, Thank you very much. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Dutch Hall on Twitter. Uh, you want to go on Facebook, it's Live from Dutch Hall Facebook. Or if you want to give me some feedback, go on iTunes and you can give me feedback. Give me five stars. Also, if you like the show and you think someone else would like it, please hit share on Facebook or Twitter or retweet it on Twitter because that's the only way I can get the show out there to different people. And uh, thank you very much for coming back week after week. 
We'll see you next week where we have Lucas Wilson, the illusionist, who's going to do a lot of tricks on radio. So I don't know. I think we're going to do some fantastic things because no one's going to know any different. <laughs> Lucas is great, though. But Lucas Wilson, yeah, another Norfolk guy that's a, a magician. So we'll see you next week, everybody, and thanks a lot for listening. All right, that's it. Thank you very much, guys. Old school water for you guys that are crazy. You know, butter.